Welcome to Monday Munchies episode 52. On these episodes, you'll be seeing Shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love eating, and some would say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> no clue what those are, but nor am I a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of residents in South Park, Colorado. I do love trying new restaurants and food, so sit back, relax, and enjoy this nice little storyline of restaurants in the last few months here in Chicago and Wisconsin. Our first stop is a restaurant in Logan Square here in Chicago that I've been wanting to go to for months. It's called Big Kids. Essentially, it's substantial sandwiches, wraps, and snacks served in a laid-back restaurant with a patio. Description is just like the restaurant. Vague, funny, interesting. <laughs> it's, uh, it's right in the square, and I absolutely love this place. I'm trying to go there for so long. Every time I go there, there's a line out the door. And the Instagram and the Facebook posts are just absolutely hilarious. It's actually founded by a couple of chefs who were laid off from COVID, and their sandwiches are so much fun. I actually went with the BBW Ranch Turkey Melt, which is smoked turkey Swiss, sweet baby Ray's barbecue, ranch slaw, and banana peppers, plus some tots, which are tossed in boom boom spice and parm. As you can see, like very interesting descriptions, very weird stuff. They have a rotating menu, which is awesome. I wish it was a little bit closer. It is kind of a long walk for me, but I definitely enjoy going and checking out big kids. Their stuff's always super exciting, always a ton of fun when I go there. And also, when I went there, I just wanted to try a little something, something. So I had a little Filbert's root beer. So you can tell, even the sodas are off the wall. <laughs> awesome little hipster restaurant in Logan Square, Big Kids of Chicago. up is a little bit of class river joint which is walker brothers the year is 2017 marks the 57th year of walker brothers the original pancake house it is hard to believe that over 57 years have gone by since their father and uncle opened their first location on green bay road in Wilmette. since then they have expanded into seven locations it is with great pride that the walker family has continued to bring the best breakfast to northern suburbs of chicago for over 57 years and will continue for years to come it is their pleasure to share some of the Walker Brothers' history with us. In 1948, their father, Victor, and his two brothers, Everett and Dick, began what was become four Walker Brothers snack shops in Evanston. By the 60s, Victor and Everett continued to expand as one of the first franchises of the original Pancake House from Portland, Oregon. It was founded in 1953 by Les Hyatt and Irma Hoinke. Drawing upon their many years of experience in the culinary field, they were able to offer authentic national and ethnic pancake recipes without compromise. Their comprehensive working knowledge created this unique and original menu which has gained national acclaim as chosen by chef and food critic James Beard as one of the top 10 best in America. Their recipe demands only the finest ingredients such as 93 score butter, 
pure whipped cream, fresh grade double A eggs, and hard wheat unbleached flour. Their sausages, bacon, hickory smoked ham, and Canadian bacon are custom made for them. Their coffee is also a rich body and private blend made to their own specifications. It was in 1960 when they opened their first location, Willamette, along the standard by which pancake houses are judged. It stood as a test of time and is by far the highest grossing pancake house in 130 unit franchises. In 1981, they opened the other location with the classic theme of solid oak, brass leaded hanging lamps, and stained glass windows. In 1987, their Arlington Heights location opened and was a massive display of stained glass windows and rare brass fixtures. In 1990, they headed north to Lincolnshire on Milwaukee Avenue. They maintained the oak appearance but added an English theme. In 1992, they opened Port Clinton Square and Highland Park. They added a beautiful atrium to enhance their dining experience. As you can see, all these places are absolutely fantastic, all a little bit different. Um, we actually went here for the, one of the locations here in uh, Lincolnshire right after uh, a wedding that we went to. It was actually a ton of fun. Um, so it's kind of like the morning after breakfast, if you will. <laughs> uh, it was actually a ton of fun. Uh, because I do have a Swedish background, I decided to go with these Swedish pancakes, which are absolutely delicious. Authentic, lacy delicates served with imported Swedish lingonberries and whipped butter. Um, and then we're actually sitting there all eating, about like nine of us, and we see across the, the, the way someone with this massive uh, pancake looking kind of pie looking who knows what thing that's like twice the size of someone's plate and someone was I want that so, <laughs> you know 30 minutes later after we ordered a German pancake people realized they're already full and really didn't want it they just wanted it for the Instagram pictures <laughs> anyways I will say as an original pancake house this place is awesome I'm not a huge fan of going to places like IHOP etc where you get all these puffed up pancakes that are hard to consume I love having kind of more of the uh, European pancakes Swedish Germans etc so if you're looking for one of those kind of hot spots, definitely swing on by the Walker Brothers. Our next spot is another off-the-beaten-path little spot called Mrs. Gu Cures Hot Pot. No description here because this place is so weird. <laughs> You walk in, it's like nice little like Chinese restaurant in the heart of old Chinatown, and you just have a table, you see like your hot pot stuff, basic stuff set up, there's no menu, literally no menu, all you do is walk over to fridges, it's like you're in Walgreens or something, grabbing a soda or a snack from the fridge, you open it up and on different trays are your one or two bites of food on a stick, so they literally charge you per stick. At first thing, oh, this is really interesting. And then you have, really have to realize what, how many bites you're going to take, how much, how many sticks you want to take. It was the weirdest thing of all time. A lot of my friends really love hot pot spots. I'm not a huge hot pot guy. If you're looking for something crazy, weird, and different from a hot pot perspective, where you really want to measure your calories, I guess, and measure your bites, definitely check out Mrs. Gu Cures Hot Pot in Old Chinatown. reality with a stop over at Wishbone. Chef Joel Nicholson founded Wishbone Restaurant in 1990 with 23 seats, 9 stools, and half a dozen paintings by his mother, Leah Nixon. His Southern Reconstruction cooking, by, according to Dixie Sanders, like baked bone-in ham, blackened catfish, and Carolina crab cakes prepared with minimum of heavy oils, deep frying, or added sugar, with his mix-and-match menu of side dishes such as sautéed spinach, 
mashed sweet potatoes and macaroni and cheese caught on quickly. A second wishbone was opened in 1992 with 170 seats at a time when Chicago's West Loop seemed in uncharted territory. Wishbone was an early participant in the emergence of the neighborhood from a commercial area to one of the city's culinary hotspots. This place is awesome. Uh, definitely is southern hospitality for sure. I actually went with the rainbow trout and my sides were sauteed mineral style with roasted pecans or in seared Cajun spices with shrimp and spicy sauce. Sweet mashed potatoes and French green beans. It was absolutely fantastic. Super hardcore, amazing paintings in the West Loop, and just like awesome southern comfort. Definitely a place worth checking out. Wishbone in West Loop. is Café Touché. Café Touché is a classic French bistro opened by Zaga award-winning chef Joseph Calabrese in Chicago's Edison Park. Café Touché attempts to pay homage to the intricacies of French cuisine while bringing culture and comfort to guests across Chicago. A meal here is as educational as it is delicious. While the bistro is located in Edison Park, it's just 10 minutes from the Oak Hair Rosemont area and brief walk from Park Ridge and Niles. The calf of Café Touché has worked hard to create a vibrant, authentic French bistro atmosphere. The decor is friendly and the service is professional. During the summer months, guests at the Edison Park location enjoy outdoor dining. The menu features classic bistro fare such as fresh bolognese, salad frise lyonnaise, and a signature steak frite. The bar serves a range of house cocktails, martinis, and wines by the glass. Diners can also choose from an extensive wine list, and which is a fun and flavorful tribute to casual eating and drinking places in France, and a great place to be for a casual get-together or more formal affair. Yeah, the last sign is definitely true here. I think I was one of four males in the entire restaurant. I felt like it was like some bachelorette party or women's day out or something. The whole restaurant was all these like parties of women, but it was awesome. And they do a really good job. I actually was in France for about three months, uh, 14 years ago now, and it matches up pretty well. This place is awesome. Just went with the very basic touche toast, which actually was fantastic. Just some basic French toast with an awesome kind of uh, banana-like -like sauce on top. And it was $14.50 bottomless mimosas, which is absolutely insane. And when in Rome or in France, you have to get the creme brulee, which was phenomenal. is ID, which is up in Delafield, Wisconsin. The story behind the chef, executive chef, Joe Hepp, a Lake Country native, honed his craft in Chicago, not by me, and has been putting his imprint on ID since mid-July 2017. Hepp grew up in Heartland, Wisconsin, and his early years worked in kitchens around Milwaukee, including Gracious Catering and Banja. After moving to Chicago, he joined the city's highly reputable restaurant scene, which began to greatly influence his style. The Indian Latin fusion restaurant Vermilion and Chef Jose Garcia Marsat Alaplanca were the first to make an impression on Hep. His next move was opening Untitled at the Executive Chef, followed by Oak and Char, known for his open hearth cooking. During Hep's time in Chicago, the restaurant's tenure received high praise and numerous awards. After Okinchar, Hep was offered the opportunity to come aboard the newly reopened Edgewater Hotel in Madison as the executive chef. In 2017, I.D. beckoned Hep back to Lake Country to focus on what originally drew him to his field, the field, the food. The restaurant features a beautiful open kitchen, complete with a wood-burning grill and hearth. With ambitious goals and skilled team, he plans to utilize his relationship with the local farmers, small business owners, and diners to create a unique shared plate menu. 
Hep describes his style as a marriage of classic and rustic, with global inspiration that pays respect to Midwestern season sensibility. Hep finds inspiration every day in the restaurant Love Seat, how cooking allows people of different cultures to connect through food. Hep resides with his wife and two children in Madison these days. This is awesome. Came here for my birthday dinner with family, etc. Um, and it was small plates, so you got to taste a little bit of everything, which is fantastic. Started out with the cheese and charcuterie plate. Uh, it was just, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty standard, pretty good stuff. Next, crispy Brussels sprouts, miso honey vinaigrette, apples, and smoked bacon. Cauliflower gratin, carved alley cave aged melage and gruyere cheese, black garlic breadcrumbs, pine nuts, and capers. Sesame ginger ganoush, which was citrus braised and dives hazelnuts, dill cream fresh vinaigrette. Next, short rib scallops, slow braised short rib, broccolini, aji panka kabocha squash puree, Macedonian hot pepper, nuwak cham. Pork belly confit, molasses, caramelized parsnip puree, maple soy glaze, apple mustard, savoy cabbage slaw, and of course, the best of all, Cast iron seared ribeye, USDA prime, confit potatoes, caramelized onions, red wine demi-glaze, and black garlic umami butter. This is fantastic. Huge mix of different restaurants trying out anywhere from some rinking ding fun little spot with a bunch of really cool guys from Instagram to high-end place with a chef that was taken away from Chicago to come all the way back to the heartland, to the home country, and anything in between. Hope you enjoy this adventure of my food for the last few months. Thanks for stopping by.